And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Mythbits. You made an excellent choice. The World of Mythbits. Hey everybody, and welcome to the World of Mythbits episode over oh, heaven six. Oh my sweet giddy aunt, I have no idea what issue this is, episode this bleh. I don't even know what day it is. <laughs> what is my name? Who am I? Okay, we are episode sixty eight. Sixty eight. We're gonna go with sixty eight. Yeah, we're going to go with 68. Okay, episode 68. <laughs> and I am your discombobled host, Stephanie Barty. I am still in Florida, enjoying the sunshine, and the blue skies, and the green leaves. Green really is my favorite color, I have to admit. I mean, yes, purple's my favorite color, and I do like a good indigo blue. But for scenery... And and landscape, green. I like green. It's not white. It's not snow. It's not cold. It was chilly today. It was chilly yesterday. We did have a day earlier in the week where, you know, it was actually see your breath cold. But it's not the cold of home. It's not freeze your nose shut cold. It's it's not, oh, hell no, I am not going outside today cold. Here it's I have to throw on a sweater cold. But if I go in the sunshine, it's not so cold. I like that kind of cold. And I'm trying to gear my life and my writing career to where I can experience the I need to put a sweater on cold when it's freeze your face off cold at home. If that makes any sense to you at all. So, I have a little bit of housekeeping I need to take care of. First, before we get into the fun. Um, okay, first and foremost, we are launching yet again for year two our open contract challenge. And that starts, I do believe, uh, course, I am so totally unprepared. You see, this is the first podcast this month that has been solely mine. All mine. Me. Talking about whatever I want to. And it's kind of thrown me off a little bit because everything up to this point, including several of the podcasts in January, have been about PCE. And going to California and getting ready to go to California and then being in California and PCE. (laughs) So, this is the first time in a few episodes that I've actually been able to talk about whatever. So, I'm a little discombobulated. Okay, so, what was I doing? Right. Open contract challenge. I need to get you a date. A date, a date, a date. Mythmaster is sending me messages. Because he's one of my biggest fans. (laughs) Hasbro's coming out with a baby Yoda. I want it. 
I need it. It needs to be part of my life. So if anybody out there is thinking about buying me a gift, that would be it. The Baby Yoda. I want it. And to tap it on the head and watch it come to life. Okay. So Open Contract Challenge begins on March 22nd, 2020. So, like I said last week, like I said in my intro in the magazine that came out today, like I'm saying now, polish up your stuff. Get your stuff. See, I didn't swear. You thought I was going to. Get your stuff together. Be it novel, collection of short stories, um, poetry, artwork, screenplay, grocery list, as long as it's really fancy. <laughs> Get your stuff together and submit it. You have nothing to lose. Really, you don't. You have nothing to lose. And if you win, you get a writing contract and a book and a place to sell it and access to books that you can sell in other places. So, yeah, open contract challenge, year two. And it starts March 22nd. Um, and on that note of the open contract challenge, I just want to remind you that... Um, last year's winner, Melissa Ridley Elms, does have books for sale. Hold on. Now, see, I gotta open up another tab. I'm going to the Amazon. Do, 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 to the Amazon. Okay. If you put in, and I'm going to do this with you in real time. Well, my real time anyway. Melissa Ridley Elms into, perhaps if you spell it right, into the search engine and you hit enter and you play the Jeopardy music in your head. You will see a book that comes up that says Arthurian Things, a collection of poems. It is for sale on Amazon. You can go and buy it. I suggest you do because it is absolutely wonderful. It is a really cool book. It's a collection of poems set in King Arthur's castle, but it's not the people in King Arthur's castle. These are objects within King Arthur's castle that tell the story of what it's like to live in said castle. So, go check it out. And then, you put in Randolph that's if I spell it right R. Lofgren and hit enter Play the Jeopardy music in your head, and you will see Randolph R. Lofgren's book, What Will Be, Will Be, and his book of poetry. And it's a collection of poems that he has written um, throughout various stages of his life and reflecting things that have gone on in his life and struggles that he's faced and triumphs that he's had and things like that. So that's on Amazon as well. Me too. I'm on there as well. You type in Stephanie J. Barty and you will see my book Eternally Bound with the cover done by um, Rebecca Illich. And then you will also see the new cover for the pocketbook. So, and that is a PCE exclusive. So 
it's got the PCE on the back. So it's kind of, um, I was talking to one of my readers today and she was telling me that she was going to go and buy that book just so that she'd have both covers. And I told her that it's kind of a collector's item if you know, you're collecting things like that, because it was launched at the very first Jason Mons pop culture expo in 2020 and 10 years down the road when, you know, the pop, the PCE is celebrating its 10th or its 15th or its 20th anniversary. And you have that book that's commemorative of the very first PCE. So I think that's kind of cool. Just saying. Okay. So speaking of memorabilia, um, our illustrious leader, the almighty Dave has let me know that I get to pass on some really cool information to you. Um, the 2020 calendars, we didn't get them out in time for sale because we didn't have all the contracts signed and back. So if anybody would like one, we will be sending out free copies of the calendar since it's already February. And if you're interested, let Dave or myself know. And they make great, um, if you're collecting world of myth memorabilia, the calendars are an excellent way to do that. It's an excellent piece of World of Myth memorabilia because it has 12 of the best um, covers from the year before. So all of the pictures in the 2020 calendar are um, the best of 2019. So you might want to collect that. And you get these beautiful pieces of art which you get to look at every month. And, you know, if you want at the end of the year, you can take the calendar apart and frame these pieces of artwork and hang them in your house. Or, you know, keep the calendar all in one piece and file it away as a collector's item. So, yeah. So, if you'd like a 2020 calendar, um, let either myself or um, David K. Montoya know. And you can email me at stephaniebardy at theworldofmyth.com. And yeah, you can find Dave on Facebook. <laughs> so, okay. That's where I got. Let me see. I've covered open contract challenge. I told you all about the books and calendars. Um, oh, <laughs> on my social calendar. I'm going to be at another event in my home province when I'm back in Canada where it's cold. But it won't be cold because it'll be the end of April, so it won't be too bad. And I will be in southern Ontario. So southern Ontario is a little different weather-wise than where I'm originally from, which is central Ontario. Well, south central. We're at the tip of the south, but we're Anyway, um, yeah, I'm going to be at an expo in April, April 25th, um, finalizing details now, but I will definitely be at the expo. So yeah, 
I will have some more information for you the closer it gets. So come see me, come find me, come hang out with me, especially people that live in that area. You have no excuse. Come see me. Come give me a hug. Come hang out. Bring me a Timmy's, please. That'll be great. <laughs> I'm actually very excited. Um, the one event that I was supposed to be going to mid-April, um, Fantasticon in Barrie, for all the email said was personal and, fi- and, and financial reasons, um, the expo was cancelled. So I was a little disappointed because I was really looking forward to that one. It was close to home. Uh, a lot of my family that lived in Barrie was going to attend. So it was a little, you know, a little sad. And um, now I have this opportunity to go to this expo on April 25th. And then the weekend after that, I will be in Toronto at Ad Astra, which is a weekend event. Um, and that one's going to be really, really good. I have five panels <laughs> that I'm doing. I'm doing three podcast panels with um, Jason Bashard and Mike Lutz. And I have uh, two other panels that I'm doing. Plus, I will be doing a 20-minute reading from my book. So I have to figure out what it is I'm going to be reading, what part I'm going to be reading. I'm going to be doing a 20-minute reading, which will be recorded, and then um, that'll be appearing on, on YouTube later. So that's going to be fun. And, um, oh, that reminds me, I need to make a mental note. Maybe I should write this down because we all know how my mental notes go. But I have to bring my video camera to Ad Astra to do said recordings. Um, yeah. So I'm going to be a busy girl. And in amongst all of that, I will hopefully be picking up another ghostwriting gig and working on book two, Magically Bound. It's coming out November 2020. And I will be at Scarefair in October back in California to promote um, the pre-launch and the pre- or the pre-release of Magically Bound. And I'm also hoping to have um, The Chosen finished and um, in book form. There's a lot that is in The Chosen that it isn't in the bits and pieces that you're seeing on the magazine. Um, it's far more in-depth. There are a lot of things that go on that I didn't put on on uh, the magazine because it's going into a book. This is a book. and I'm just giving you snippets. Snippets. I like that word, snippets. Snippets. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's it's been it's been a weird day. It's been a weird day. It's been a weird week. It's been a weird month. I just it's been weird. Weird. Um yeah. So I'm going to be at an event April twenty fifth. I will be at an event the first weekend in May. I will be at an event in October. 
and my calendar for this year is starting to fill up. Yay! Because I really, really, really want to make a go of this writing thing, and um, I understand I'm not going to get rich quick. I get that. But writing makes me happy, and writing is who I am. Being an author, being a writer is who I am. So, in the grand scheme of things, in the greater picture of life, you can trudge along and, and do your duty and, and do what's expected and do what you're supposed to do. But if you're not happy, what's the point? We only get one life. We're all, we only get a finite amount of days within that life. And if you're not happy, what's the point? It's not like you can come back and say, okay, you know, well, I'll do this for now. And then I'll come back and we'll try it again happy. No, you don't get that opportunity. And I don't want to be in my 70s or in my 60s with bitterness and regrets that I didn't do everything I could to be happy. Now, yes, I understand that, you know, you can't be selfish about your happiness, but in a sense, you kind of have to be. Because if you're not happy, people around you aren't going to be happy. You can't fake being happy just to make other people happy. You can't fake a lot of things just to make other people happy because it's not going to make you happy and it's going to play very much on your emotional state and very much on your mental state. And then nobody's happy. Everybody's miserable. Even they may say, oh, no, no, I'm happy, I'm content, blah, 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 blah. But they're not. They're not. And why would you deprive them the opportunity of finding true happiness? You know? Even if there is even such a thing as true happiness. I don't know. I don't think anybody knows. So, yeah. I am pursuing this writing thing in whatever form or shape that looks like, be it writing my novels and my stories and telling my stories like the Bound series, the trilogy, the Bound trilogy and, you know, the Chosen series and Sawa. Uh-huh. Yeah, here's a new one for you. Um, or it's doing ghostwriting and, and or it's doing ghostwriting. Because I'm still going to write my stuff. I have to write my stuff. My stuff needs to be told. Um, whether it's doing the ghost writing or it's being the chief operating officer for online literature. Ooh, that's a mouthful. That's a lot of O's. Um, and, and doing everything that I can to build the magazine brand and all the magazines under that umbrella because there's more than one and um, you know bringing in sponsors and advertising and you know 
launching t-shirts and coffee mugs and, you know, things to commemorate groups that we have, um, things like that. This is my career. This is my, my, my happy place. And I'm going to do everything that I can to make it one that, um, help sort of support me. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So speaking of t-shirts and coffee mugs, the reason why I said that is because we have formed a group. Now this started as three of us, four of us, three of us, well, originally two of us, and then there was three of us, and then I think there was four of us, and then five of us got added, sitting around at the end of the day um, at PCE, and things had quieted down, well, except for the wrestling. Um, no, it was the end of the day, I'm pretty sure. It was the end of the day, and the vendors were starting to pack up, all of the um, guests had left, and Melissa was sitting at her table, and I was sitting at my table, and we kind of packed everything up, and Jeff was there, and we were talking, and um, I said, wouldn't it be cool if we had a Facebook page? Or Melissa said, we should have a Facebook group page where, you know, we all keep in touch, and, and we can all talk and everything, and we got talking about it, and, you know, what would the, what would the page look like, and you know, what would it be for? And, and we had talked about, you know, supporting each other. And, you know, if we're writing and we're kind of stuck on a spot, and, hey, can you help me through? And you put the little blurb up and you get ideas and suggestions from other writers. And um, at first it was going to be just for the writers for un that, that are under the Dark Myth publication umbrella. Um... But then we kind of opened it up and, you know, the world of Myth Magazine falls under that umbrella. So it's a Facebook page, it's a Facebook group, and it's for contributors to the world of Myth Magazine and published authors of um, Dark Myth Publications. And what started as... Hang on. Pull that page up now too. Because I'm done with the open contract challenge. There we are. What started as an idea between three people grew. And um, it grew fairly quickly from three to we now have. 31 members in this group. So if you are a contributor to the world of myth, be it a short story, poetry, artwork, reviewer, past contributor, you haven't contributed in a while, that's fine. If you've ever contributed anything to the world of myth and it has been published and put on there and you've seen it, and you haven't been um, 
completely removed from the magazine. And, and, you know, banned for life. Then you, and you want to be part of this group. Get a hold of myself on Facebook, Stephanie J. Barty. Get a hold of Jeff Young. Get a hold of Melissa Ridley Elms or David K. Montoya. Get a hold of any of us. And because it's a private group, we'll add you to the group. More than happy to add you to the group. Now, the group is called Dark Myth Writers. And I do want to say there are some rules and there are admins. I am one of them that kind of monitor the group and make sure everybody's playing nice because we are here to support, to encourage, to give constructive criticism, not cruel criticism. No trolling, no bullying, no swearing in a negative fashion. And no being a jerk will be tolerated. Letting you know. But anyway, it's a fairly easygoing group and nobody is above anybody else. Titles don't matter here. It doesn't matter if you're the editor of that magazine or you're the CEO of that publishing house. Titles don't matter. Experience matters. Degrees to a point matter. Titles don't. We are all equal. In this group, yes, I am the editor-in-chief of the World of Myth magazine. I am the COO of online literature. Within this group, I am Stephanie J. Barty, author, period. That is who I am in this group. I'm no better than anybody else. I'm no higher up than anybody else. I have just as much say as everybody else. And that's why I love this group, because... Within this group, we are all just writers, creative people, helping other creative people. Now, I have ideas for the group. I have ideas for the magazine. Um, it's kind of how I got this title. <laughs> I, I caught Dave on a... Uh, I think he was having a down low where he was kind of brain dead and not busy. He was still for about a minute and a half. And I bombarded him with a whole hockey sock full of things that I wanted to see happen with the future of the magazine and with the future of the network and the future of the company. Um, changes that I wanted to see made. Social media um implementations that I wanted to see happen and I wanted to ways to grow our audience and to grow our brand. Um, and the next thing I know I have this new title. So apparently that list went over well. So I do have a lot of ideas and a lot of things that I want to bring in. And this all started at the beginning of this whole long windy road that I've taken you on with t-shirts and coffee cups. <laughs> I've been designing, um, because I, I want one myself. 
That's the whole point. I want one myself. I want a t-shirt that says, I am a dark myth writer with the dark myth logo. Because you know what? I'm proud of that. I'm proud to be part of something amazing. So I've been working on long sleeve shirts, t-shirts, uh, men's shirts, women's shirts, blah, 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 blah. And I want different colors. Black seems to be the best though, because the background is black. So I want a t-shirt for myself. So I've been trying to find the most cost-effective way to make t-shirts. I mean, I'm willing, personally, myself, I'm willing to spend $45 for a Fruit of the Loom long sleeve black shirt because I know it's Fruit of the Loom. It's going to last. I can throw it in the washing machine a hundred times and it's still going to be in one piece. It's a decent cotton long sleeve shirt. But I don't know if everybody out there is going to want to spend $45 plus shipping and handling for a shirt. And I think the bigger the shirts get, the little more, the more expensive they are. I'm not sure. So I'm trying to find a reasonable place that has reasonable prices for everybody. Whoever wants a shirt. I want to see, um, you know, the world of myth on a coffee mug. Because we're writers, we drink coffee or we drink tea, but we drink something in a mug when we're writing. I want to see um, mouse pads and and um, t-shirts and hats and bag. I want swag. I want dark myth swag. I want the world of myth swag. I want our contributors and our writers and myself to be proud of the fact that they are part of the Jason family, the world of myth family, the dark myth writers family, and display that and, you know, tell people, hey, check this out. Look what I'm part of. You can be part of it too. And I want to see workshops we have a lot of knowledge within our contributors, good, useful knowledge that can help others. I want to see five to 10 minute workshops, um, free, give you basic rundowns of certain things like how to write a screenplay or working through writer's block, or um, starting that story you've always wanted to write, stuff like that. And then um, we would offer more in-depth, like hour-long workshops, or a week-long workshop that is in segments where, you know, segment one, this is what we discuss, here's your homework, go do that. Segment two, this is what we discuss. Here's your homework. Go do that. And that would be for a small monetary price, of course, because, you know, we have to pay for the time and the, all of that stuff. Um, yeah, so I want to take the company, the magazine, um, the brand to the next level. 
I will promise you, and I say this with all certainty, that the World of Myth magazine that we all know and love, and that I will be reviewing next week on my podcast, will always remain, as long as I'm in charge, as long as I'm in this position, or I'm involved in the magazine in any way, shape, or form, I will fight tooth and nail. It will always remain free. It is free to submit. It is free to read. It is free to go and find. Always remains free. You want a hard copy? That's another story because, you know, there's the cost of printing. You want a PDF? Again, another story because there's the work put into it and all of that stuff and paying for the program, you know. But you want to read it online? That will always remain free. Now, because it always remains free, we don't pay our writers either. So, there's that. But I would like to be able to build the company to a position where we could offer $5 a story, $10 a story. Heck, we build it up enough and we get enough advertising and enough sponsors, we could pay whatever, you know. But we all need to work together to get there. So, I will be forming a committee because, like I said, I have a lot of ideas and I am only one person. And I am one person that's going to be relocated back to Canada. So I'm going to need some help. Um, I've already spoken to one person. Well, I haven't spoken to him. I've warned him that I'm going to be talking to him. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah. So if you think you have a skill that I could use, email me. Send me a message on Facebook. You know how to get a hold of me. You are a contributor to the World of Myth magazine. You know how to find me. Because y'all find me. <laughs> so come find me. If you have ideas, I am open to hear ideas. So let's talk. Let's do something. We all make the magazine what it is. We all contribute to it. We all add to it and, and put our stories into it. So we are all invested in this magazine. So we should all work towards making it the best it can possibly be. And who doesn't want a wider audience? I mean, we have a wide audience to begin with. But who doesn't want a bigger audience? Who doesn't want to get their stuff out there to more people? with the possibility of the right people seeing it. I mean, it's happened before. People have seen stories in the magazine and they've gotten agents. They've gotten publishers. Heck, I ended up getting invited to not one, but two conferences because of my writing in the World of Myth magazine. I was invited to a street fair as a guest author and I was invited to a comic-con as a guest author because of what I submitted and had published on the world of myth magazine so it can happen okay I think I preached long enough 
needed to wet my whistle. It's been a week. It's been a good week. Um, went to the beach this week, and I summoned all the courage that I have. Into the water I went. And yes, I do realize that sharks can attack in less than six, in, in, in like less than a foot of water. Little sharks. But still, sharks nonetheless. I did go up to um, just below my hips. It's a mid-thigh, I think. Um, but the water was very clear. So I could see bottom. I could see what was around me. I didn't go out to the dark spots. I stayed where I could see the bottom. And I was only out there for a few minutes. Long enough to shoot a video. Because, <laughs> you know, I know. There's sharks behind me. I know there is. They're out there and they're watching. And they're going, hey, there she is. All we need is a few more steps and we can get her. Because I know. I know. I know they're out there. But yeah, we went to the beach, my sister and I, and we took my niece and my nephew. And I hadn't been to the beach with my sister um, since, oh my goodness, 2000 and... Oh, no, not 2000. Let's go back another 10 years. 1992, 93 maybe, I had a convertible at the time. My oldest boy was two or three, and my youngest boy was almost a year old, I believe. Um, got my mom to babysit, and memory serves me and you know it may not because that was a very long time ago um i took my sister and it was either one of my friends or one of her friends we had a car full anyway and we put the top down on the convertible and we went to Busega beach now google Busega beach it is the biggest longest stretch of beach in ontario it's huge and there's a boardwalk, and there's stores, and it's it's like the typical movie beach that you see in every beach movie. If you've seen The Lost Boys, it's like that beach, without the Ferris wheel and all of that stuff. Yes, it is like the Santa Monica Pier. It's very cool. It's long, white sands, and there's little shops, and... and arcades and fast food places and ice cream parlors and bars and music and just it's really cool at least back in the day it was really cool so off we went so yeah it's been several several years since my sister and i actually went to the beach together so it was kind of fun to pack up her kids and all of the gear because when you take a two-year-old and a six-month-old to the beach there's gear there's lots of gear. Um, yeah, so off we went to the beach, and it was nice. The sand was nice and soft. We found a nice quiet area. Um, we went to Sunset Beach, and my nephew had a blast. We, have, we now have probably the Florida's largest collection of seashells <laughs> outside on the table. And rocks. So he was collecting rocks, too. But we had a blast. We had a really good time. I got some sun. Um, yep. 
got some sun. I can honestly say it's not one big freckle because it was red. So I did get some sun. Um, and we had a really good time. We spent we were there for quite a few hours and uh, palm trees and birds and a really, really big fish that was jumping around in the water. My sister went running down to it. So, of course, I had to run after her because um, I wanted to see the fish. And I tell you, though, if I saw one dorsal fin, I was walking on water. I would tell walking on water. <laughs> I was out of there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we had a really good day. We had a good time at the beach. Um, what else did I do this week? I have done so many things since I've been here. Uh, took me to, my sister and my brother-in-law took me to um, Madeira Beach for my birthday. And I got a really cool cowboy hat that I'm sure you've all seen numerous times because I wear it in just about every picture I take now and every video. Love my cowboy hat. Love, 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 love it. And uh, it'll be going with me. Um, Pretty much wherever I go now, it's it's going to be my signature hat. I love my hat. And, um, oh, we went to the Florida State Fair, which was a lot of fun. If you've never been to a state fair, you really need to go. And for those in Ontario, it's kind of like the CNE, uh, but geared towards the state it's in. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Really cool. And I have this thing. <laughs> I've always had this thing. Uh, even when I was a kid and we would go um, to Crystal Beach and places like that, I have this thing. You can't go to a fair and not get chili cheese fries and a chili cheese dog. So... I didn't eat anything because, you know, I'm keto adjacent and that is definitely not keto friendly. Um, I will explain keto adjacent, by the way, just for those that aren't in the know. Um, I didn't eat anything before we went, drank a lot of water and I was really, 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 really good girl the day before. I ate my cabbage. I ate my tuna fish. I was a really good girl. So I could have my, I decided this is going to be my cheat day. So I could have my chili cheese fries and my chili cheese dog. And it was gooey and it was goopy and it was runny and it was messy and it was cheesy and chilly and just, oh, it was so good. It was so good. And that's all I ate all day. It was just the thing of chili cheese fries and the chili cheese dog. Really good. And I wanted to go on some of the rides, but I didn't want to go by myself. And we rounded the corner at one point in time and saw the Gravitron. Now, I don't, I can't remember what it's called here. In Canada, we call it the Gravitron. You go inside and you lean up against the wall and they close the doors and you can't see out. Nobody can see in and they spin you around really, really fast. And back in the day, we used to be, we would pull ourselves up so that you could walk. Um horizontally all around now they strap you in because you know we were dumb and we got hurt and i saw that and my stomach went oh because the last time i went on the gravitron was in the sega beach um 
it was, I was 17 or 18, something like that. And we went on what we called the booze cruise back then. And we had a designated driver and a beat up old van. And we all sat in the back and drank all the way to Wasega Beach. And the first thing that my friend Christine and I did, and I know she's, you know, on the other side right now, slapping her thigh, killing herself laughing, going, oh my gosh, I remember that. First thing Christine and I did once we fell out of the van was looked at the Gravitron and went, oh, we need to go on that. Now, you have to remember, we were 17 years old, and what most 17-year-olds back in the 80s drank was beer. So we had spent the hour and a half ride drinking beer and decided to go on this thing that spins you around really, really fast. Mm-hmm. Yep. And we didn't only really do it once because we got off and we kind of, you know, staggered off to the side and went, whoa. And once we regained our equilibrium or as much as we possibly could, we decided <laughs> that was fun. Let's do it again. So off we went and we went and did it again. And then we spent the rest of the time while we were there at the fair in Musega Beach, hanging over the fence, seeing everything but our shoes and praying to whoever would listen and promising we would never, ever, ever do that again, ever. And I can honestly say to this day, I have never gone on that ride again, ever. <laughs> so when we were at the state fair and I had my chili cheese dog and I had my chili cheese fries, and we came around the corner, and there was the Gravitron, and my stomach went, whoo! And I went, nope, I'm good. I don't want to go on any rides now. I am perfectly good and content to stay on the ground. Thank you very much. Okay, carry on. So we did. <laughs> it was good. I did get a really pretty ring. Um, it's sterling silver and has a... Okay, now, this is where things might get a little interesting, because this word can be pronounced... A variety of ways. And I don't want the hate mail telling me that, oh, you pronounced it wrong. Okay, so. Let me see how you pronounce this. Okay, so this is not what I'm looking for. Not the right word. Anyway, it's a really pretty ring. And it has an amethyst in it, which is my birthstone. And it's sterling silver and really pretty. I know how to pronounce it, but I know I'm going to say it wrong. So let's try this. How do you say, how do you pronounce, so you get to listen to me, pronounce, Okay, Triscalian. I think I said that correctly. Maybe. Maybe not. Let's see. Triscalian. Triscalian. There you go. Listen. Triscalian. Okay, we're going to let her say it. Anyway, it has two of those, one on either side of the stone. <laughs> so it's very Celtic, which you know speaks to my little Irish heart, which is why I burned the day we went to the beach, because I am Irish. I was answering a viewer question. Well, not really viewer, because you can't see me. 
So yeah, it was really pretty and it was $10. So, you know, you can't beat that. Really pretty ring for $10. I'm getting on this girly phase where I'm, you know, wearing skirts and, and cool hats and jewelry. It's kind of freaking me out a little bit, but you know, I'll go with it. I have my phases. I'm not, you know, tomboy all the time. Hell, I was wearing makeup when I was in California. <laughs> I know, right? I think maybe I should take lessons before I go back. <laughs> I'm not very good at it. I don't wear makeup. I've never been able. Even when I was a teenager, um, I wore foundation, eyeliner, maybe mascara, and some lip gloss. That was pretty much it. I always had rosy cheeks, so I didn't really need the blush. Um, again, Irish. So... Yeah, I was, I was never really one for eyeshadow and, and contour, contour, good grief. Don't even, I can't, it, no. No. No, I can't do contour. You, what you see is what you get. I'm not going to try and make it look like I have angles and, you know. So there's this thing on TikTok that just talking about contouring and, and you know. No. No, I don't contour. <laughs> I have fairly decent cheekbones. They're fairly high. Well, they're, they're where they're supposed to be. They're under my eyes. Um, so, I just put a little... I don't know. I don't do makeup. I don't know how to do makeup. I was never taught how to do makeup. And back when I was learning how to do makeup, they didn't have YouTube tutorials. They didn't have YouTube. So... Consequently, I don't do makeup very well. So, and I buy cheap makeup. So I put my eyeliner on, I put my mascara on, and 45 minutes later, I look like a cross between Tammy Faye Baker and Alice Cooper. You know, depends on what I'm doing. And because I don't wear makeup on a regular basis, I tend to forget. And I'll rub my eye, and then I look like a raccoon. <laughs> So, makeup and I have a love-hate relationship. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take some lessons from my daughter before I go back in October, and I might be able to do a good smoky eye, maybe. I don't know. But it is scare fair, so if it looks bad, I would probably blend right in. Um, yeah, I'm thinking of Elvira, though. Going as Elvira for scare fair, if I can pull it off. I've done Elvira before. Um, many, many moons ago. I just have to find a black wig because I'm not dying my hair black. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. But then again, you know, I could go with something else. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. But I do want to cosplay for this one. I do want to dress up for this one because it's Halloween and that's my favorite holiday. <laughs> I like Halloween. It's my favorite. Um, so yeah, I'm going to dress up for something for Scarefair. So, holy moly, okay. So here I thought I had time to kill, because the last time I looked, I was only at like 34 minutes, and now I'm at 51 minutes. So I think I'm going to wrap this up. Um, don't forget, Open Contract Challenge starts March 22nd, and Melissa Ridley-Elms and Randolph Lofgren and myself, Stephanie J. Barty, all have our books on Amazon.com, Amazon.ca, wherever you Amazon, they're there. Go check them out. Buy them. 
support local authors. Okay, support authors, because you know, we're not all local. Um, doo -doo 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 -doo. What else do I have? <sighs> Calendars. If you want a calendar, we're giving them away for free. Get a hold of me. Get a hold of David K. Montoya. We will send you one. Um, ideas. If you have ideas, if you have a marketable skill that you think I could use, you're not going to get paid, but you will be forever in my debt. I will be forever grateful. Get a hold of me. I want to take us to the next level. I have big plans. I see big things. Um, Dark Myth Writers, check us out on Facebook. We've been having a lot of fun over there. <laughs> That group has already taken up way more of my time than it probably should have. Hanging out, reading all the stuff everybody's posting, chatting, supporting, having a good time over there. Dark Myth Writers. Yeah, so don't forget, today is Magazine Day. Magazine came out today, so go over to www.theworldofmyth.com. Check out all the new stuff we've got, and like what you like comment show some writers some, show the writers some love we have some new contributors this month um head over and please listen to mythbusters latest interview um it's a good one tugged at my heartstrings telling you i bought those montoyas at least the little ones <laughs> uh yeah go over there and um my crown has been taken. I can no longer say that I am the only one to have ever survived the Mythmaster. And this month's victim survived in glorious fashion. I bow to her and hand my crown off willingly. So you have to go and listen to it. Because Mythmaster turns soft. He's got a soft spot after all. Well, maybe not him. Yeah, I know him too. Anyway, go and check out and listen to his interview. And you can find us on Facebook at the World of Myth Bits podcast or the World of Myth magazine, Dark Myth Writers. You can find me on Facebook at, I don't know, Stephanie Barty author, author Stephanie Barty, one of the two. Um... Yeah, I'm either, I think I'm author Stephanie Barty on Facebook and Stephanie Barty author on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter at the World of Mythfits podcast or the World of Myth magazine. And you can find me on Twitter at Lupa B. And you want to submit to the magazine, you've got ideas, you want a calendar, shoot me an email at Stephanie Barty at the World of Myth.com. Okay, folks, that is it for this week. Next week will be magazine review, so make sure you tune in. All right, see ya. The World of Myth Bitch.